You are listening to 100 Wealth Building Secrets with James Marshall. James Marshall is a registered investment advisor and president of Marshall Wealth Management. His registered investment advisory firm is registered in Texas and Kentucky. For 30 years, he has been educating, advising, and managing wealth for diverse families all over the country. This podcast is about different concepts of wealth building, some financial, some emotional, physical, and yes, some spiritual. The bottom line is you will leave with some knowledge, and knowledge is wealth. So whether you're walking, running, exercising, or having your choice of beverages, no judgments here, clear. Then open your mind and get ready for some life-changing financial lessons. It's your time. Here is your host, James Marshall. Welcome, Wealth Builders, to podcast number 78. Never co-mingle savings with investments. Today, we're going to be talking about the difference between saving and investing. These two terms are often used interchangeably, but there are some important distinctions between them. You hear me talk about cash reserves often. Well, what is savings? Uh, Savings are simply putting money aside for future use. It's a great way to achieve short-term financial goals such as building an emergency fund, saving for a down payment on a house. When you save money, you're saving towards a particular goal and an end result. So in other words, there is a end period to savings. If your goal is to save $50,000 for your cash reserves and you reach that $50,000 mark, you're no longer going to be saving money. You're now going to redirect your flow of revenue into investing as opposed to savings. Now, there are different types of places that you can save that you need to be aware of. We talked about this before. You can save money in savings accounts, uh, checking accounts, CDs, money market accounts. Right now, with interest rates being very high, money market accounts are the best place to save money. And this is a better choice than to put money into a CD, which has restrictions such as 12 months, 18 months, 24 months. If you're going to get paid 5% on a 18-month CD and 4.7% on a money market account with no restrictions, I would say the money market account is the best route to take. But once again, you need to know whether you are saving or investing. Now, there's a caveat to this. In your portfolio, you might have cash waiting to be put into stocks. That cash would be held in a money market account. That money market account may be earning you four, four and a half or five percent. That is a cash account, which is not a cash reserves or your savings. That's just the cash component of your investment portfolio. Sometimes it makes sense to be in cash in your portfolio and to go into equities. There's a difference. Your TD Ameritrade, E-Trade, Fidelity account. These investment portfolios that have a cash account, these are not cash reserves. These are investment accounts that that happen to be in cash at that particular time. Does that make sense? So the, the savings part of your cash versus investing is what you're saving for cash reserves or if you're saving for a particular expense. You want to buy a car, you want to put money down on a house, and that time frame might be one to two years. 
Remember, we always talk about the fact that if you're going to invest, you need to invest for at least two, two to three years. If you can't keep your money invested for at least two to three years, you should not be investing. So savings has a time frame of anything less than three years. If you need the money within three years, you probably should be saving it as opposed to investing it. So what is investing? Investing is putting money into an asset that you hope will grow your wealth over time. It's going to be riskier. You might have an opportunity for higher returns, but you also have an opportunity to lose money or to have lower returns. So there's risk involved. And there are many different types of investments, stocks, bonds, mutual funds, exchange traded funds or ETFs. And each one has their own type of risk or potential reward. So like we talked about before, you need to know what your risk tolerance is. If your portfolio is down 20 percent and it makes you feel very uncomfortable, then you probably should not be as aggressive. But if you realize that 20 percent is a temporary uh, position of uncomfortable growth and this is a good time to buy more stock, then okay, you might be in the right place. But know that investments fluctuate. They go up, they go down and you can understand why it's down. Then you might want to buy more, build a position in that particular company. Take, for example, American Express. If you like that company, you like and you understand how it makes money, you might want a dollar cost average into that stock. Say I'm going to put five hundred dollars a month into buying however many shares I can buy for five hundred in any given month. And I'm going to do that over 12 months. So now my average cost per share at the end of 12 months would be probably be less than if I tried to time them. So you have to stay in the market. You got to be in it to win it. So if you try to jump in and out. You know, you you might miss out on a lot of good opportunities. Now, the goal of saving is to typically have money for cash reserves or for anything that is short term risk. Uh, Savings are they carry no risk. The money is secured is often insured by the FDIC. So you don't have to worry about whether or not that money is going to go down because it will not go down unless you pull the money out. Unless you happen to be in an account, that'd be a bad move. So no and understand the type of account. Savings is going to give you a fixed investment you don't know. You're looking at the average, average annual return. I purchased it at $10 a share. Now it's worth $20 a share. That's an increase. It's paying me a 6% dividend. There's a yield there that is comparable to a yield you might get on the interest rate. But understand the difference between the two. Savings are secure. You get a fixed return. You know what you're going to get. Investments are not secure. They fluctuate. You don't know what your return is going to be in most cases. So when do you save versus invest? Now, I've said often you should not invest until you've saved. You cannot build a house upside down. You must first have the foundation. The foundation supports the the weight of the home. A part of your financial foundation is your cash reserves. It's your protection, your life insurance, your disability income insurance. But a big part of it is your savings, your cash reserve. If you have the right amount of cash reserves and something happens and something will happen, you will not have to sell your investments to deal with that emergency. You'll pull it from your emergency account. So you don't invest until you've saved. Once you have saved the amount that you need to save, you stop saving and you start investing. Because over time, investments always outperform savings. Remember that. So how do you get started? Well, first you have to look at what it costs you to live each month. 
your budget. What do you have coming in? What do you have going out? If you have more money coming in than you have going out on a monthly basis, this means you have discretionary income, money that you can now set aside towards savings or investing. If you have more money going out than you have coming in, you're operating in a deficit. You don't have any money to save. You need to fix that first. So the first thing to do is to be clear on what you have coming in versus what you have coming out. You need to set up a budget to make sure that you can, in fact, follow the Marshall Wealth Management cash flow strategy, tithing 10% of every dollar, saving 10% of every dollar, investing 5% of every dollar, debt management 25% of each dollar, and living off of 50% of each dollar. Once you have your cash reserves built up, tithing 10%, investing 15%, debt management 25%, living off of 50%. Once you have your debt paid off, tithing 10%, investing 40%, living off of 50%. That's the first step. Be clear on what you're spending. Now, when it comes to investing, how do you get started? You have to educate yourself on different investments. Be clear on your time frame. If you're investing for retirement, know when you're going to retire. Have a good idea what your life expectancy is. How long should this money last to age 90, to age 80? Now, if you only plan, if you retire, if you plan to retire at age 60 and think you're going to die at age 70 and you live to to be 90, you've made a miscalculation. So it's very important that you factor in how long your money has to last and add a few years to it. Don't run out of money. So educate yourself on What type of investments are best for you and your risk tolerance? Set those goals. When you want to start putting the money for retirement, when you want to start putting the money for uh, a vacation home or a new home or college education, set the goals. Choose the investments. If you don't want to try and understand uh, how a stock works, what the P.E. ratio is, what the 100-day moving average is and all those things, Invest in an ETF, an exchange-traded fund, a basket of stocks. That way you know you're going to buy the whole S&P 500. Or you're going to buy the triple Qs, the whole basket of technology stocks. Or go with a well-known ETF such as Vanguard. Or go with a mutual fund. But just know what you're investing. Do your research and then pull the trigger. Start small. Don't put all your eggs in one basket right away. Systematically move into it. If you have $100,000 and you don't quite know where to put it, put it into a money market account and then systematically move that $100,000 into the investments over 12 to 18 months. That way, if the market goes down, you've only uh, put a portion of your money at risk and you're buying more shares when they're lower. Dollar cost averaging works in a lot of different ways. Just remember, the best way to know how much you should be saving versus investing It's to first complete a comprehensive financial plan. This plan will take into account your complete financial position as well as your financial goals. I've always said it. I've said it before. I'll say it now. It all starts with planning. So I hope this podcast has helped you to understand the difference between saving and investing. And if you're interested in learning more about investing, There are a lot of resources available online and in libraries. Or you can just go to my website, www.marshallyourmoney.com, and schedule a complimentary consultation. And we can talk about your particular situation. I want to thank you for listening. 
And until next time, keep building wealth. Peace. You have been listening to 100 Wealth Building Secrets with James Marshall. Keep increasing your knowledge by going to marshallyourmoney.com and check out our educational videos, newsletters, and calculators. There you can also sign up for your free copy of his book, 100 Wealth Building Secrets. Like this podcast and follow it on podbean.com. You can also follow us on social media platforms, Facebook, Black Family Wealth, Twitter, James Marshall at Marshall Wealth, Instagram, Marshall Wealth, LinkedIn, James Marshall, and on YouTube, James Marshall Financial Educator. Email your questions or thoughts to james at marshallyourmoney.com. Thank you for listening. And remember, we build wealth one family at a time. Your money, but bank your money, don't spend your end. I'll teach you how to save. Your bank account will be spilling out with them dividends. I'll teach you how to save. Rule number one, if it ain't making money, it ain't making sense.